0: Welcome to Off My Chest. I'm your host, Twice World. I hope your weekend day is going great. It's been a busy week for me. Valentine's Day was Tuesday. I took my son out for a mommy and son date at a nice restaurant. We always go out to eat, you know, like Chili's two for 20 or maybe some Longhorns. Um, but this was the first time we had, you know, the whole candle lit and music experience. So it was beautiful won't even lie about that. It was beautiful. I got him a gentleman's outfit, got myself a new dress with a slit in the thigh. Ooh, we were both feeling ourselves. But it was definitely worth it and a win in my book. I'm in full support of taking your kids on little dates because I think it makes them feel good. It makes You know, your kids deserve to feel special. I had someone have an off my chest moment with me and they felt like it was hard for them to fall in love again. They weren't even sure how to do it, and I want to open up about failed relationships, learning how to trust and stay open to love. This is how I've come to terms with it. I list some sage, I sage the whole house, okay, because I want to make sure I was going to be really ready for, for this, for this episodes. Um, so for my situations and the things I went through, I can emphasize to this feeling. I didn't think I would even want to, to even think about being in a relationship again each heartbreak i went through seemed to be worse than the last one in my opinion and as i mentioned before i've been through domestic violence cheating being taken advantage of financially so to me i reached the point where i wanted to give up but i learned the person i had to correct was me um and i don't mean to trigger anyone by saying that please hear me out I am not blaming you or myself for the shitty things that other people have done to us. I am saying that we have a personal responsibility when we are adults to heal ourselves and deal with the damage from our experiences so they don't take away from our future blessings. We are worth it to be okay again. And, um, last year I took a leap and I took myself to therapy and I'm so glad I did y'all. um, I just wanted an unbiased opinion that the things I was trying to do was best for me and getting over things. And my family was against it. My, My brother wasn't, but he was the only one. Everyone else, they didn't like it because they didn't like the fact that I would be going to a professional and they and. They didn't like that they were going to know the trauma that I went through. They didn't care so much if I talked about my adult life and romantic relationships, but they didn't like it in general because they knew eventually I would talk about my childhood. And they don't. They felt like it was a stranger knowing all of our dirty laundry. But Because um, in therapy, you don't just discuss what just happens to you. If you develop a relationship with your therapist, their job is diving into your past to help you figure out Things about yourself, you know, what triggers you, um, why you react, and (laughs) why you may put up with certain shit as an adult. And to no surprise, there were things I went through as a child that I needed to address. A lot of how we view and handle relationships as adults starts with how we were treated as children. Personally, It was a tough pill to swallow learning that I was more prone to have gone through my domestic violence and dismissing red flags as an adult because it was what I was used to as a child. It desensitized me to toxic behavior and love isn't possession, control, real love isn't supposed to hurt or feel forced and I forgave myself for what I did not know or understand. So we can't do anything about the past. But we can strive to be better to the future. And we all go through different things. But have peace knowing that there isn't a situation that you have or are currently going through that someone else out there in the world hasn't experienced. You know, chances are, you are not alone. Now, after I did my inner child work, I was left with this what now feeling. I acknowledged the pain, where it was coming from. So now what? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. I learned forgiveness is the key to healing and it's not for other people, but for yourself. And a lot of people, they, you know, they don't really understand that. Um, It's not meant as a gift for the person that hurt you. It's a gift to yourself. So it no longer holds a place inside you. If you're at a point where you can't forgive and let go, you will never truly be in a position to appreciate something or someone new. Because in some way, you will always be waiting for them to mess up or let you down. And truth is, that is not fair to anyone who wants to do right by you. Like I said before, writing is one of my passions. Whether it's poetry, songs, feelings, or stories, I I write everything out. So I went back through my journal and I found two entries. They're at different times. But I want to read them because it's, it's, clear as day describing the contrast of how I felt while I was going through these changes from being hurt and getting started on healing. And I think it's great to show the difference in what healing can, can feel and look like here. Here's the first one. Um, I titled it as trust issues. Um, I felt like, um, after I was done writing, it came across as poetry. I've got trust issues. So just tell me up front what you need. I know all too well how this ends, you'll cut me wide open and watch me bleed. Stay for the good, but I'll always watch you leave. That'll only be after you make me believe in everything I've ever dreamed. Hopes and dreams fall short and promises begin to waver, but at the end of the day, I guess it's me I don't trust anymore because all I want is love, but I always love the player. I've got trust issues because I've been wrong too many times trust issues, because I've heard too many lies. I'm tired of the doubt, but I can't keep, can't seem to shake it. I keep my walls up because it's the last of me I'm protecting. I don't want these trust issues. So before I, that was me before I got started on healing. And as you could tell, I was stuck in a cycle of attracting and accepting things that I shouldn't, and that I probably know that I shouldn't. And here's the second one. There's no title to this entry, but it was a year later. Everything that isn't good for me or has stopped me from being my greatest self, I let it go. I forgive even the things I cannot understand. I don't need a why. I don't need an apology. I don't have room for my light and love with the anger. It no longer controls me. And everything that no longer serves me, I release it all. (sighs) I wrote that while I was ugly crying, y'all ugly crying and I mentioned that because I don't want you to think that healing looks pretty healing isn't meant to be pretty it's meant to be real and and it's it's meant to make you feel something and it hurt like hell to release the anger because the anger was all I had at the time I'm not going to sugarcoat it because some people are all like oh I felt free and you'll feel so free when you do it it's so liberating no because it was my protective barrier for the longest time and I I felt weak and naked, in armor, without it. Anger doesn't necessarily mean violence. For me, it was a broad emotion of hidden resentment and negativity, pretty much the traces of the people who had harmed me. And it was the wall I hid behind my entire life. And every wrong somebody did to me was a new brick I added to that wall. And there there would be no way someone I cared about and wanted to love me could see the real me and be there for me if that wall was up. So I tore it down that day. I didn't waste time with the whole taking it down brick by brick. I bulldozed that shit down, you know, figuratively. I, I just I just tore it down. And I decided I would build myself up to be the person that I needed. I had no choice but to. And it's, it's been a beautiful journey. What I learned is it isn't the next person's fault for something somebody from your past did. And I want my next relationship to, to, see, to not see me as someone who is hurt, damaged, or hard to love. I want them to see all the beautiful things that I know I am and that I am a conqueror in overcoming those things. Because not only did I overcome it, but I did not become or carry the traits of those who had hurt me. They'll know I do my best to give them the same things that I expect them to offer me. So there won't be any double standards. Now, since this is an off my chest, let's be honest. How are we going to trust if we can't give it? And how are we going to want love if we can't give it or know how to receive it? I asked a few people I know personally who have overcome their own struggles and are in happy marriages right now. And I wanted to know what advice they had. Lady S said, don't pick a person because of what they can offer you financially. I learned to not fall in love with someone's branches, but by their roots. A good partner will always make sure they won't burden you financially. But true love is by what they can do to help you emotionally. I agree. Money comes and goes and money does not make a person and you can't buy what truly matters in life not to fall in love with the branches is so real, such a beautiful statement because beauty and materialistic things are only of the flesh and they cannot make your spirit whole. We aren't perfect and somebody who is healthy for us will help influence us to be our best selves. Dream said, sometimes we don't go for what we truly want because we haven't had real conversations to help us build what we truly want don't shut down. I feel that so much. Sometimes having an ominous conversation can provide both people the security they need. Um, I just had this conversation with someone and I said, let's be a friend. It's okay to let someone know to let their guard down because you're doing it too. It's not just all on them, right? So don't be scared to be the things you ask for. Don't give up or shut down. I'm going to get love, trust, and loyalty and respect because God willing, Like that's, that's exactly what I know I can give. Not perfect, but healthy. And healing is never ending and I believe we're constantly evolving. We don't just wake up and say, I'm healed, that's it. Just take me as I am, you know. No, it's, it's never ending because life is a journey. So let's stay open to love and trust. We aren't going to let someone take those things from us. Do your inner child work. Go to therapy. If, if you've been thinking about it, you don't need permission. Go to therapy. I mean, trust me. My, I, I understand the stigma. My family was against it. But you know what? They can't say shit because I broke the cycle. It broke with me. Journal or, or find a hobby that caters to self-reflection. Something that really brings you joy date yourself, go, you know, go, go on solo dating. Um, try, try new stuff. Learn to love yourself in the new version of you because you got to accept it. We aren't going to be the same as before we got hurt and that's okay. We aren't meant to be the same as before because we learn things. We we're making the most of it. What are some situations you like to get off your chest? Do you have a love victory story you'd like to share or maybe some advice? I want to hear it. You can send your submissions via Instagram at offmychestthepodcast or send an email to offmychestthepodcast at gmail.com. As always, stay safe, stay blessed.